Welcome to the Galaxy's second best NXT fan podcast. We are Next Up NXT. I'm Kyle, that dude over there in a different state than me for the first time ever. That's Nick. Yep, I'm I'm here in Missouri and we are recording remotely with Anchor. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see how easy this was, so I'm using my Sony my brand new Sony Bluetooth headset that won best headphones of the year on, wow. the, wi- on the wire cutter. And uh, so far, when I tested this microphone versus the microphone on the, uh, the, 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 the iPad, the iPad microphone is better. But I have to use these headphones. So, Right. And, and you're hearing me right now through a set of earbuds that maybe were $12.99 at Target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they plugged into a tablet, a Nexus 7 to be exact, Mark II. Um, I want to say things like five years old. Oh, see? And we're still bringing the podcast to you, you know? Even though we, yeah. we're sub-quality and we're breaching our 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 brand guidelines for, for Next Up <laughs> NXT, Um we got to bring it to you because we didn't tell you guys that we were going to be gone and that we wouldn't do a podcast. So we're going to keep it kind of short. We're going to talk about what happened. We're going to stick to the recap and, uh, you know, and we're doing NXT nights again. It's NXT nights. We're recording at night once again, later than expected. Uh, but that's okay. That's a good thing. It's the holidays and, um, you know, you got to roll with the punches. What was that movie with Keanu? Was it Keanu Reeves? The, it was like a beach house and he reached through a mailbox and it was like through time. And he was talking to Sandra Bullock through letters going through time. Oh my goodness. I don't know what you're talking about, but that sounds pretty intense. I feel like that's what we're doing because I'm on the East coast and I'm just re I'm like talking through a mailbox to yeah. you an hour beforehand. I don't know how time zones work is what I'm saying. <laughs> To me, what this is like is like when they take a video game that's uh, kind of like big and beefy and then they port it down to the Nintendo Switch and it's yeah. somehow still good. Yes. Like, uh, you know, like your, like your Doom port. Right. Because uh, we're, we're so good. We, give, yeah. we deliver such good content. We could just record it on an abysmal like $5 mic. Well, and I think I think it's a good uh, representation of you can just have the most basic of basic equipment, yes. and recording a podcast with this app becomes super easy. So that's kind of neat. It is. It's really cool. Uh, all I had to do was touch a button with your name on it, and it added you to this, and it's automatic re- automatic re- recording. <laughs> well, See, <laughs> let's talk about that good content. Yeah, speaking of which, there was a show that we watched this week. It's yeah. called NXT. It's, it happens to be the same show we do a podcast about, and it, it was a cool episode with a yeah. really kind of like, I would call it a blockbuster main event. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about talking about that. Sure. So let's save that for last. Um, and uh, what, what did we have first? We had Kai E. Um, right. Eo, is it Eo or Yo? I think it's Eo, right? Eo. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, those are the same, except one is saying it's slower. 
Okay, that's right. Yoshirai, I, Yoshirai uh, with, with the cool, like, tiger mask thing, yes. and then Dakota Kai versus Shafir and Duke in the first match we got to see them in. Yeah, and it was pretty, like, it was a fast, it was a fast match, and it didn't last very long, but it, I think it was perfect for setting it up, because if you go back to how this feud started, the pacing of this match made sense, and how long it lasted made sense because Shafir and Duke uh, totally underestimated Kai and Yo. And <clears throat> so it would make sense that they got caught off guard and lost so quickly. Right. Uh, and this, this match also, <laughs> I want to I want to go back to the entrance because I wanted sure. to say like, Shafir and Duke had the, uh, had Shane's music for their entrance. Oh, and I okay. had, like, why are the bad guy teams always like more, uniform and yeah. Yeah. Like, they for some reason they're just like more they're like a tighter squad but anyway um i i like the style of this match and the contrast in styles and how shafir and duke tend to really slow down the match in, yeah. in distressing ways if you're rooting for the other team yeah like uh duke when she was doing the neck crank who was she doing that on was it on um kai or was it on yo do you remember uh, that was on dakota kai for okay, sure. Yeah. So I have this thing. I grew up with being really petrified of anything near my neck. And uh-huh. when, and I never was one to ever just like put my hand in, in a position where I would just crack my neck, you know, for stress relief or something. Um, right. And that's because I was told, and I, this is probably totally fake, but when I was young, someone said, yeah, this guy died in traffic when he was just trying to, uh, you know, crack his neck. He snapped it and killed himself. And ever since then, anything near my neck or, you know, me trying to, like, relieve stress in my neck, I just, it freaks me out. So when I see yeah. her do this move, it was making me cringe so hard I couldn't even, I couldn't look. That, I mean, that's just like sort of the the basic magic of wrestling is to make yeah. you feel uncomfortable because you're seeing people in what appear to be very uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Shafir and Duke are um, skilled clearly yeah. at fighting and putting people in uncomfortable situations. They, they definitely get that across in their style. Uh, so uh, it was great to see them uh, compete in the ring because if they're bringing that level of competition and match quality, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited about seeing the match that they put on after training because I don't think in kayfabe they didn't give us everything that they're capable of because they had to put on a match where they were this is from underestimating Kai and Yo. So they they wouldn't pull out everything when you're in underestimation mode. Does that make sense? Right, and Shayna wasn't there um, because you know yeah. we we can always see that the uh, the the heel faction will will coalesce and and strike back with greater yeah. numbers. We can anticipate this, um, but yeah, I thought this was a solid match and a great way to start this episode. Uh, did you did you I, I I just have here EO comes comes in near the end and uh, wins off of the moonsault. So much of this match was slow and grounded uh-huh. that the, to then have the punctuation at the end of the moonsault was very appropriate. That's how you want to use that sort of move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I like the build to Yo not entering the match until like 
she didn't really enter until almost the very end of the match because everyone really wanted her to be there and everyone wanted to see how that's she that's is the in old, the ring. Yeah. Old faithful hot tag. Yep. That's how that yeah. worked. That, yeah, they was, pulled it off to a T. It was rad. I like that. Um, I'm going to take a second. I think people are getting stuff ready up here. I think I'll be able to cut this out. I'm going to go back to another room in the house. Okay. This is around 10, 1045. Oh yeah. Thank you for, yeah. Thanks for letting me know that. Okay. I will. You know, I'm going to go in a bed. I'm going to lay down in a bed. I'm going to turn out the lights. You know what? Take full advantage. Take full advantage of this recording situation. Oh, yeah. I'm in a bed, laying down, lights off. The only light is the light from my phone with my notes. And it it feels really good. I like it. Um, Yeah, so the build to Yo made a lot of sense because she was very highly anticipated by everyone watching the show right everyone in the crowd wants to see her everyone at home wants to see her and i just thought it was really smart with the way they they handled her entering the ring and just like her her first move was really cool too because anyone that comes in hot like that they usually do a clothes a clothes line i can't really say i that forgive way. you um but she, <laughs> but she she does a uh takedown with the leg she does like a drop kick and it looked really devastating it was i thought it was a smart first move when you come in she looks real yeah strong. we could see more of that uh more of that rivalry after that match yeah yeah i'm excited so, about that yeah uh next we had dijakovic um, promo yes yeah how do you say that okay so i always thought it was gonna that's be that's how we Djakovic. were saying it that's how we were saying it because it was yeah. it was Donovan Dijak. Now he is yeah. Dominic Dijakovic. He's all, he's all about family. He's all about snarling. He's all about bloodline. He's all about throwing yeah. people and looking mean. And he did that. In the way he delivers it and talks about the family, it they kind of talk about didn't they say Russia? I remember the commentary team specifically stated. I, migrant yeah. parents from the 1930s or something or they did they said they did say something about his family moving over here in the 30s i don't remember if there was like a nationality tied to that but they definitely mentioned it oh yeah i i'm assuming russia but i don't know what that last name would be dijakovic Di, dijakovic russian i Polish. just assumed but I yeah it, but that makes me think that it's going to be a mafia Type thing because we we brought it up last week where family no man it's just really strong, just strong family ties. He now now I don't know okay. they may put him in tra- a tracksuit. I don't I don't think so though. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be like GTA four or anything. Oh man, gosh! No, did you even try to look up? I, I know I didn't. I've kind of forgot, but I now I remember us talking about it. Has there ever been a mafia gimmick? Oh no, I did not look like that a, up. like a Tony Soprano. Yeah, because the last yeah. time we talked about that, I talked about Killer Kyle from Smoky oh, Mountain yeah. Wrestling. Right. That was the closest thing I could think. I would love a moth like a Tony Soprano type guy, because then you could have like a whole stable. 
and that whole like you could work in a whole storyline of the whole family thing that'd be fun i think i think but. that right now you should just cut in the supercut of the every time they said gabagool on the sopranos just yeah. cut that in right here <laughs> and then we can move on to talk about <laughs> <laughs> no, like you want to talk about this squash match because we had two in this episode and it was appropriate because yeah. we had such a huge main event that you don't want a whole lot going on other than that. Um, Wait, we, we had two squash. Oh, yeah. Dijakovic and uh, Heavy Machinery were squash matches, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, Heavy Machinery had a squash match, which I didn't know. I knew the point of Dijakovic's squash match. I don't know the point. I still don't know the point of the Heavy Machinery one. Um. And also, uh, rest in power. Rest in power. Right. I mean, we might as well talk about it. A lot of our NXT talent, including some people that we really like, were looking forward to oh my stuff God. in NXT. Now, we've talked about this yep. before. The fact that they've been announced that they're coming to Raw, does we don't know when. We don't know, it, you know how much. We don't know how much they're going to be mm-hmm. on NXT. Clearly, Heavy Machinery is going to have a match against... Um, UE undisputed era for the tag titles. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's what this match was about. It was to give, it was to give, uh, undisputed era a chance to come out and see, see heavy machinery beat up those guys. Um, and it was fine. You know, it, it did its thing. They, they saw it. And then we got, we got a preview of, uh, what they're going to do to them. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I liked how the squash match was really short and then Undisputed Era comes out, right? Um, it was like a strength show because of like how, yes. how uh, they were just like lifting multiple people and stacking them. And Well, yeah, they were, they were basically saying, yeah, that, why are you wasting time with that team? It's not showing us that you're stronger than us because they mean nothing. They're, they're, they're small, you know, like we're the big time. Um, yeah. It, it made a lot of sense. I liked, I liked how UE responded to Heavy Machinery having the squash match. Um, I'm more surprised with Heavy Machinery being called to the main roster and not UE. Well, I think you know, Undisputed Era. If they are to move to the main roster, we we don't really know if that would be all at once. Uh, yeah. uh, so, and and how that would be done, I would assume they wouldn't be like announced in like. Uh, a package, you yeah. know, with a, with a group of other talent that doesn't seem like yeah. befitting of, of one of, of their debut. Maybe that is how it will happen, but this is another example of how when talent go from NXT to the main roster, it's just like, uh, it's different every time it's, they might debut at some, yeah. uh, 30 man battle Royale. They may debut at, uh, at SmackDown during the, uh, talent shakeup, superstar shakeup, like um, mm-hmm. it's just different every time. And in this one, it's it's seems to be in response to lower ratings. They're saying, "Hey, look at these people coming in. Get excited to watch. Yeah, to watch them. Yeah, and, which is good. I mean, yeah. that's kind of cool that they can show trailers for. And that's what this they they showed like trailers for each person, like each. I guess I'll say person, but heavy machinery being a duo. I, they did. They, did they have like a trailer for Lars, trailer for EC3, trailer for Lacey? They're, they're, that they're essentially promo videos, but they like where they're like weird short trailers as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, there was one for Lars, one for Heavy Machinery. Uh, EC3's was 
really weird. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, it was, uh, it was an interesting new, different way to do it. And, um, okay. it, I, just one more example. It's like they, they want to keep trying different, um, different methods. I like that method though, because clearly they're showing clips from NXT and not everyone watching raw and SmackDown watches NXT. Right, but it's if they're seeing this awesome, it's always over with the Raw and SmackDown audience when NXT is mentioned, or if someone makes a debut from NXT, the hardcore fans will start that chant, and like NXT is widely regarded as just a consistently good show, whether or not people watch it. Yeah, Um, and but yeah, and doing it this way will get more people probably to at least watch NXT. They'll be like, oh, I didn't know. It looked like this. You oh, know? you mean showing clips um, from NXT? Yeah, I think that is. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. It got me interested uh, when I first started watching NXT. It was because I saw it being advertised on SmackDown. Oh, and I okay. Was like, that oh, sense. that's different than what it was, and you know that like they they would show a, a clip like a little commercial, and I'd be like, I'm gonna watch that. They've got like a black ring, and I'm gonna go check that out. <laughs> and then yeah. it uh, turned out to be a really good show. Yeah, uh, the yellow ropes got me. Okay, so yeah. you like the black ring? I like the yellow. Yeah, ropes. yellow and black, I'm, classic. I'm gonna apologize uh, because when I'm laying down, my voice tends to crack a lot. So, well, that's what you get for being we'll the laziest, the laziest podcast host <laughs> of all time. <laughs> just laying on. Yeah, I'm gonna just. Yeah, if this gets uploaded, we'll be we'll be lucky because as soon as I stop recording, I could just fall right to sleep. That's true. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm a little jealous. Uh, what, what was was it? The cage match right after this, or did we have a promo right after that match with Heavy Machinery? I thought there was a promo. Well, there were. I going out of order a little bit. I did want to mention the fact that because of apparently because of her performance in the match earlier, um, the general manager put Io Shirai in the four way with Mia Yim, Lacey Evans, Bianca Belair. Oh. And that's next week. I didn't see that. Yeah, so that's next week. Uh, and I, I made a note that I did not eat, I did not like four-way oh. matches when I first started watching wrestling because of what I had seen on the main roster. It was a lot of like round round robin. <laughs> like it's just sort of like people yeah. taking turns. But in NXT, uh, four-way fatal four-ways tend to be good. So the fact that it's Bianca, Yo, Mia, and Lacey, it's just such a good mix of different. Yeah. kinds of wrestlers so uh that's definitely something to look forward to next week that's gonna be so cool now we know yo and Kyrie are such good friends i wonder if we'll have like a friend versus friend match because i don't think we've had a friend versus friend match well, for a title i think going back to what i had said earlier about like bad guys being tighter friends um yeah isn't it interesting that it's like good, good guy friends who break up? It's never, is it ever bad guy friends? I guess sometimes bad guy friends break up, but. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah, it's usually good guy friends. It feels friends, like those it? are the big, the big breakups, but yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, they could have a match, yeah. but this is, this is the one we're looking forward to. Um, Dakota Kai, uh, not in this match. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see where she goes next. Although you know, still somewhat involved in NXT UK. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, 
Then we had the cage match, which is well, let, super important. Let's hope you don't fall asleep before we get through talking about this cage match. because <laughs> Oh, there's no way. This, I, I yeah. made a note about WWE cage matches aren't great when they're about winning, and this what match was not yeah. so much about winning, so it was okay. This match was about their grudge. and They both had some yeah. opportunities to win multiple times in favor of inflicting more damage on their opponent. Killing each other. Right, right. <laughs> um, what did you want to say about this match to get started? Uh, Hell of a main event. I want to know. Oh, yeah. Dude, what? this main event, this should have been a takeover. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like we get that a lot with NXT lately. Well, probably all the time, because I think we say this a lot where, or at least me, I say this a lot, where every a lot of these matches on regular NXT shows, I feel like should be pay-per-view events because they they absolutely kill each other they go all out and the production of these matches are just so good and this one was no exception to that it was great from beginning to end and i don't like cage matches because i don't like i don't like seeing the cage and that's just a composition thing with me you know i don't like seeing chain linked uh stuff on the screen i feel like i'm looking through a uh, screen fence because Um, you are so that's true yeah (laughs) it's like a screen door effect so yeah no yeah i don't it's a little bit harder to follow the action um they they used the setting to their advantage and it was definitely a a um brutal brawl yeah yeah um i was a little confused with well, maybe not. I, I don't know. I'll talk this out. But when Alistair, he was the first one that could have won the match, but decided to turn around to go back and do some more beatdown. And thinking about how this match even got to this point, I think Gargano has definitely gotten under Alistair's skin so much. And you go back to when he found out who... Uh, maybe kicked him in the head and like laid him out in that parking lot. He finds out that it was Gargano. He got got brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. Yes. So he finds out who brass knuckles. Johnny Gargano doesn't like jam those brass knuckles onto his foot and kick (laughs) Alice Black in the head. (laughs) That would be devastating. Oh man. That would be amazing. What if they did find a hidden camera and it was that <laughs> he put those brass knuckles. Damn, on that's cool. Because he doesn't know where they yeah. go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, like he he did that super science. You said he did like a super science um, reaction to finding out. So Gargant or so Black turning around instead of winning the match and putting down more of a beatdown makes sense. Right. Um. When you take all that together. Uh. And obviously Gargano turning around and doing more of a beatdown makes sense because he wants to shut Black he up so he, ha- so he can move on. title picture as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I... Who, <laughs> who did the powerbomb off the cage? Was it... I wrote this note. I said, "Powerbomb off the cage was amazing." Yeah, I think it was Gargano jumped did over crazy yeah, Spider-Man shit, where he like somehow flipped uh, upside down and like po- powerbombed uh, Alistair Black off of the 
top rope as he was clinging onto the cage. Yeah. It was crazy. It was- and, and, you know, got a well-earned holy shit chant. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, then black almost wins by crawling out and then Champa enters the fray, closes the door on Alistair black, like just hits him in the head and pushes him back in and goes in. And we were, uh, we were right about the love letters because at the takeover Gargano calls out a DIY thing. I don't know. Champa calls out DIY, and then in this match, Champa enters the ring, calls for a DIY. Now, this is the smart thing here, because I feel like from Gargano's reaction that my whole theory about this is wrong, but I'm going to stand behind it. Does that make sense? It makes sense because this is pro wrestling, and you can yeah. you can still stand behind your harebrained ideas, even if they're harebrained. Yeah. But Gargano's reaction was so good here that it made me question my whole theory because he is struggling. And he is strug- that face that he gives is struggling with, do I try to fight off Champa here? Do I exit well, to and win? Champa, Champa or... is unsure but delighted. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that he's like, yeah. he's also like not really sure, but he's like, just grinning like a like a fucking weirdo sorry to curse but like yeah you know he's just uh he's just a weird grinch grinch guy with that with that beard and and uh yeah what a great moment that was yeah well this is like i can't even think of a solid example but i feel like we've seen this in movies so many times where the villain is so delighted to see his once uh, friend come to the dark side, right? And join him, but only uh, later that friend says, "Oh, psycho is kidding," and turns on him, right? And defeats the the evil villain. I feel like that's a common story thread, but I can't even tell you a movie that's done it. Like Star Wars hasn't done that, right? Right. Um, or have they? Well, look, I don't know. I I'm not great at picking apart Star Wars, but what I can do is say that. Uh, yeah, these guys have, uh, I think now, Alistair Black's involvement has gone on longer than I thought it would. <laughs> and I'm yeah, totally right. with it. Like, it's, yeah. it's been, yeah. it's been good. It's been, he's been weaved in really well. It's still a story about Johnny and uh, Tommaso Ciampa, but Alistair Black's yeah. story is just as strong and it's just a part of everything. So, or just as much yeah. a part of everything. I like Going back to Gargano's thing, like his reaction before he accepted Champa's help with doing the DIY uh, finisher move on uh, Alistair in the middle of the ring, his reaction looked like he was in a game of chess with Champa. And he's like putting those pieces together and he's like, okay, if I exit, I win, but then I still got these two to deal with. But if I take Champa's help putting out Black, Black is gone forever. And then. I could probably get so close to Champa doing the Trojan horse thing that I could take him down by weakening him. I feel like that part of my theory is still going to hold true, but I don't think they've been working together like I thought they have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, like, to me, this is definitely the first time they've they've cooperated. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I love it. 
I, I love that um, yeah. we because they were reacting in the moment as well to the audience with their DIY chant, which was of yeah. course, of course, that came in. Um, but you know, it's it's just beautiful that they can count on that level of buy-in and understanding and uh, just story. Like the, the the crowd is is when they get involved, for the most part, they're getting involved on a story level. Yeah, and it's great. And did you think about how this was technically the Christmas episode, and Champa's Christmas gift to Gargano is helping Gargano knock out Black for the foreseeable future? Yes, that was he hands him a Christmas. He gift. is he is like uh, Santa, except if Santa, <laughs> he's like Santa if Santa actually did come down chimneys and just was. Caught nasty <laughs> chimney soot that is that's Tommaso Ciampa and his gift to you yeah. is a chain link door to your face I love it oh my god it was great did you leave Tommaso Ciampa cookies <laughs> yes I okay. did and uh yeah yeah I left them cookies but I put um I put a little bit of Oh man, I can't. You left you that. left some cookies in your storage unit, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I left cookies in the storage. Unit. Yeah, I was trying to think of a a bitter um, ingredient to put in there. So he's like, "Oh, chocolate chip cookies." He takes a bite, and it ends up being like the worst taste. I think if I bit into a chocolate chip cookie and tasted like I don't know something like garlic or ginger, I'd be pretty pissed. There you go, garlic. Yeah, yeah I put garlic. Oh yeah, I replace sugar with garlic. There you go. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad. That's a good Tomas. That's a good Champa cookie right there. Well, so keeping the cage now, Gargano gets down and he gets the pin over Black, which is even. It's one of the things about these cage matches is that you can win by pin, submission, escape yeah. over the cage, or through the door. So it's like each kind of victory has a different weight, and pinning your opponent uh, with the help of your rival. Certainly is, uh, you know, one way to finish out a match. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he is in Gargano, took an image of the aftermath after pinning Black and tweeted it out saying, uh, he, he took, he took sole ownership over that. Yes. Like he didn't even talk about how he got help. That, he just said, I finally did it. It's that's over. his game so, now is he's going to continue to buzz around. Alistair Black, and they could even have another match. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, yeah. Any other final thoughts about this match? It was great. Oh. It was a great episode. Yeah. It's been great recording with you on the Anchor app. Um, yes, and I think it's very important okay. here where Champa see it's after Gargano did the pin, they cut to Champa walking backward up the ramp, and Champa's got that cold dead smile that's like kind of sarcastic a little bit too right and that's like you owe me that look is a whole you owe me now um oh totally and i love that that kind of changes what i've been thinking about their whole relationship too because he could like force gargano to work with him and to help him retain this title for longer. It's definitely it's like it's almost, definitely been referenced on the yeah. show that Gargano is following in Champa's footsteps. Yeah. And so this is to me, I, I see I see 
uh, champ of the shit eating grin as sort of a nod to that. Like, okay, look, look at what, look yeah. at what you're up to these days. Yeah. Cause it's like, I know you want to beat me for this title, but you can't get to me without my help. You know, there you go. like Gargano still got to do matches. Regal still got to have Gargano do matches to get his title shot. And how's he going to win those matches? He's going to win them because champ is going to help him. And he's like, you can't fight me. <laughs> it's, I, I love see, that. I don't know. Like, this, was, yeah. this was definitely the champion protecting himself from Alistair black. Um, yeah. Uh, giving Alistair black a lot more to think about than just a title match. And uh, yeah. did that, um, I don't, I think helping Johnny in this case, he's excited to help Johnny because of how conflicted and effed up that'll make Johnny feel. He's excited to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like more complicated than a regular wrestling story. Oh my God. And when it's over, if the story ever ends, I'm going to be really sad because. Well, I'm sure another story will take its place, but right now there's nothing to be this invested in story-wise, you know? Wrestling Wrestling never ends. You know this. Yeah, I know. I know. But this is the first story I I have been this invested in from the beginning. So it's kind of like a baby to me, almost like the title is to Champa. I hold it. I cradle it. It's the thing that I look forward to every night before I go to sleep. When it's over, it's... What, what do I have in my life anymore? This is getting really poetic. I feel like I should just let you, like the rest of this podcast, like we're going to have like a, a slowly, like the sounds of ocean waves come in. And you're just going to continue to wax poetic about your love for NXT. And then it'll like slowly fade out. And the waves will just get louder and louder. And then it'll. And it's like, still me talking in the background. Never. Well, ends, no, your you voice know? will slowly morph into whale sound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. I'll I'll try to do that. Is it? Can we do yeah. that in the Anchor app? Yeah, I don't know. And then I had another idea. There's know. this song by like this new age band called Enigma called "They Came Out from the Deep." You're gonna play that next. Oh, sorry. No, okay. I'm 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 getting carried away with myself. But um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our recap of NXT. Yeah, or Hollow. Holiday edition recorded on the Anchor app. Kyle, are you still with me? I'm still with you. I hope you're still with me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can Great. hear you. Are you still drinking your uh, your nice your nice rosé? Any day rosé? Yeah, uh, I. It's a delicious drink. A um, little bit too tasty because it, it's uh, it's got it's got alcohol in it, and then I want to have more, and maybe you know. But no, it's a delicious, yeah. sweet beverage. And um, if you like cider with like it, just it's a cider with rosé. Yeah. It's like an interesting cider. Yeah. So drink it. Anydayrosé.com slash anchor, promo code anchor, 50% off, no shipping. Well, I mean, they'll ship, really they'll ship it, but it's a free shipping. And get your drink on and watch some, uh, watch NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When is, is that coming up soon? No, that's not soon, right? You want me to check and see when the next NXT takeover is? I think is? it's 2019. I think it's January because I saw the graphic. Right. It's, I think it's the one right before um, Royal Rumble is what we're looking at, yeah. right? So uh, TakeOver Phoenix, that will be 
January 26th. Yeah. So we are just over a month away from uh, yet another takeover, a brand new venue for NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. To me, so good. It's always so good. Well, thanks for talking. Yeah, it's been fun. And uh, we'll get back at you next week with uh, the nice crispy mics and um, continue to recap our favorite wrestling show uh, for you and with you. And hopefully, um, you know, you're enjoying it too. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, yeah, thank you. And goodbye. Goodbye. All right. All right. So now do I just press stop? I think so. And then I hit finish recording, but I think it's going to end.